Yay, big breath, lots of air. Welcome to day two of the Abundance series, wherein we are evolving our memories around money and we are loving wealth. Yay, 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 yay. Deep breath, big breath, little breath, deep breath, hold the breath, no breath, lots of breath. Inhale all the possibilities and hold, and then exhale all the things that we turn those possibilities into. And then pause. And then inhale. And now we got a bunch of oxygen in our brain. That put a whole bunch of dopamine, triggered some endorphins. So we are in an open mindset for the next move, which is a meditation. <sighs> Exhale. Pause, 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 pause. Inhale on safety. So if you can do, whip out that pen and paper, draw something, an image that makes you feel safe, or draw it in our minds, an image that makes us feel safe and breathe. And pause. Da, 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 da. And exhale. And pause. And inhale. And as we're visualizing that memory or that instance or that abstract visual that makes us feel safe, we are including our body in that. So we're moving our body in a way that it would move in that space or our body is being inspired by our drawing and moving the way that the drawing is moving. So we are getting the thought from our brain into other parts of our body. That's the goal. And the other goal is to feel safe. All right, I'm going to give you some music and we're going to breathe and hold. And exhale. And hold. And the music, maybe it will help you continue to breathe a whole bunch. Or just enough. And feel abundant. Okay, I have a drawing. It's a simple one, but I do have a drawing. All right, I'm going to show you mine since you might be able to see it. 
does it have a special representation to you? Well, that things grow in spirals and it makes me feel like, well, safe in the sense that like my, my parts who are concerned about time and uh, quality get a little bit more swash from looking at, from being inspired by plants the way that they grow. And then there's some flowers bursting out there because flowers are kind of like highlights. They're kind of like the, I don't know, the parties or like the parts that we revere a lot. So they're kind of like the big memories along that growth of spiral, along that spiral path of growth. Um, I just want to add to that, Sierra. I was listening to someone who had um, been in a BQH session and they were talking about the, you know, how we, we talk about light workers coming to earth to help with, you know, the ascension process and help with humanity in general. Um, we often think of that as being human beings. However, um, this particular session was in regards to the weeds that grow in our garden. Um, sometimes what we consider to be a humble weed is there, it's actually a sentient being that has chosen that life form to be of assistance to humanity on earth. And it wanted a brief life. It wanted to come and do its magical, beautiful work and then go. And there's no karma attached to pulling out that weed. It's okay, it's understood. But what that weed would hope is that the gardener or anyone passing by would understand and see the beauty in that particular growing plant just because it's alive. And I think that uh, what you just drew illustrates that very beautifully. And I just think that's so cool. Thanks. That's a really cool meditation about weeds being yeah. sentient. So many plants are. Uh, I don't know if they all are or just some that have chosen to be that. Um, I know you've had many experiences with trees where you've understood um, them communicating with you and it's very obvious that they're entirely sentient and elevated and high vibrational beings. So yeah. Um, anyway, I, I can show you my picture. I yeah. drew a picture of a, of a mountain. Wow. And I chose a mountain. I originally drew a really spiky mountain, kind of like what we draw when we're in school for symbolizing a mountain. But I, I like the softer peaks of this. It was um, more rounded and more easily um, accessible. This particular mountain has a beautiful meadow in front of it. And it's a welcoming mountain, just asking to be to, you can just um, climb to the top of that without a huge amount of exertion. And I like, I like the safety of a mountain. I like the safety of being on top of the mountain. And I also like the safety of being in a cave that might be inside the mountain. 
I like the strength of a mountain because a mountain to me is symbolic of great peace and great strength. Um, it's a non-aggressive strength. It is because it is. And so I love, I love the safety of a mountain. So yeah, that was my picture. Beautiful. I love that. I love the meadow. It's really nice and it's inviting <laughs> and the horizontal lines make it look so stable and like yeah. reliable and scalable, like you said, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, mountains um, sometimes represent to individuals an obstacle that stands in their way. And in our lives, we often have mountains that we desire to go around and we end up having to climb them to get over them. And I think that's symbolic of the, you know, meeting the challenges and um, understanding that there's, there's reasons why we have to go over them. That sometimes taking the difficult path is the one that makes us the strongest, gives us the best lessons. So I, li I like mountains. Wow. They're Maybe safe. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so for, oh, did you do any questioning this weekend? Could I ask you about that? It is so much questioning. What kind of questions do you want me to narrow it down to? Uh, more like what, were there any moments when questioning, when questioning uh, turn the corner in a conversation or a pattern of thinking that a question was more of a like I guess a disruptor but in it got us on another wavelength I can't even count the amount of times yeah definitely sometimes the questions were um were definitely a disruptor. Sometimes the questions were um, a path that led to um, new knowledge and meaning. Sometimes the questions were just arrows that were shot. Um, yeah, lots of questions. I did a whole bunch of journaling where I asked questions and I, you know how it is when you do that in a journal and you, you ask the questions and you wait for the answer to come and you receive it um, probably from our higher, higher selves. That was, that was great introspective questioning. I received a lot of insight that way. Amazing. How about you? Yeah, there was a moment when uh, I saw it clearly in another person because they were repeating themselves. And then I asked them a question and it like, 
it was like chink. Like they had to like, like I could see their brain go from like one pattern of thought to another pattern of thought. So it's a catalyst. Yeah. yeah. And I see that in myself as well, like asking questions. I've been asking the pendulum questions every day. And that means that I have to like come up with questions. And I'm like, okay. just getting into the uh, mode of questioning is pretty cool. It is the powerhouse for bringing us information. Um, to ask the elegant question is to get the elegant answer. Um, an Akashic reader once said that asking a question creates a vacuum in the universe. And therefore, something has to come in and fill that vacuum. So just the power of asking a question creates, creates the opportunity for new information to come through. It's a very powerful thing to do is to ask a question. That's cool and creative. Yeah, and, and to ask the question that brings you the best source of information. You have probably found this out when, you, um, when you've asked your pendulum questions, which is pretty much asking your higher self questions, and is that sometimes you'll get a maybe and that's an indication that is, can you ask a more specific question or you can, can you ask this question in a way that the answer will be more relevant? So it is um, a real, a real skill to be able to ask those specific questions that will bring you the answer this, that you are seeking. Yeah. Okay, now we're going to do an exercise. Ponder and question about something about money that's been going through our head. So we're talking to a part, basically, that's been showing up and being like, like we've had repetitive thoughts. Like, I've had repetitive thoughts about credit card debt. And I'm going to try to come up with some conversational questions for that thought that I've had. So I'm seeing this credit card debt kind of as the person who I was talking to this weekend who kept repeating themselves. And now I'm like playing the role of myself where I'm like wanting that narrative to evolve a little bit. All right, so we're gonna be doing that and I'm gonna be reminding us to breathe while we're doing that, while we're talking to that part. And by talking to that part, I mean, asking lots of questions. And we'll do this for five minutes. Okay, very good. Are you doing box breathing or a different and kind of breathing? Or? I'm kind of addicted to box breathing. That's great stuff, yeah. Great. <laughs> totally support you. So I inhale for four, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, hold, inhale. Asking a question. Can you ask a more specific hold. question? Just to ask a question. Exhale, hold, 
Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Inhale. Hold. Exhale.
Okay. Well, that was fun. I agree. I did. What get did you come up with? <laughs> I can't wait to hear. It was cool, but that moment did happen, that watershed or that catalyst moment where I got information and all of a sudden I was processing it and I was like, oh, I was logicking it out. I was like, that must be because of this and this and this. And then I remembered like, I'm just here to ask questions. So then I went, why? And then I got more information <laughs> instead of having to like pull from the archives. I just so cool. had to ask a question. But yeah, I had a, so on the topic of credit card debt, it appeared as this like pus filled boil on my back and this sort of like, like it's going to pop or it's dangerous or it's too big or it's gross or whatever was the initial reaction. And then I was like, can we use it as fuel? And it just completely turned like as if I had like a military personnel guarding that boil, their entire disposition changed. And they like looked at it like, hmm, like maybe. And then the visual came that like, if it does pop, then we're sending like, it's like sending a rocket ship into space was the visual. And then I was like, so that's literally like something coming out of me that is like traveling or whatever, kind of like, like my message or a book or a creation. And then I was like, am I scared of that? Like, and the answer was, yeah. And I was like, wow. So it's like, I'm scared of success or I'm scared of something going out there that was, that's from inside me. So that was really exciting. I did not expect the conversation to veer into that territory. I didn't know that that was related to credit card debt at all. And um, so yeah, I asked the question, can it be leveraged or utilized or used as fuel? And we looked at it like it could be used like a rocket ship. And then uh, and then it went into this fear of success, like winning an award. There's a memory that was clear about winning an award, which I've like, like visited before. So one part of it didn't bother me, so I was surprised you know, it's coming back. And then I was listening to this audiobook this morning that was talking about complex trauma. So it's like, there might be one moment of trauma, but like right after that, yeah. something else, or it like, you know, That's snowballed so and other stuff. So then I looked around that memory for like another instance of trauma of like, that's still hanging around. And I did, I found like, uh, <laughs> more so you, you were looking for more trauma and what did you find yeah I found more I found like my room because it was like a memory of in fourth grade when I won a trophy and 
it was like where that trophy ended up basically like I don't actually know like I remember seeing it on my shelf and then I don't know so it was kind of like looking like this fear of obscurity but that as far as I that's as far as I got basically but yeah yeah I'm ready to ask more questions and that did shift my like this is a common conversation I have with myself but now I feel like I've evolved that conversation because I am always like cutting into it and being like could be this could be that could be that and I don't have to but I feel a little bit liberated wow fantastic that's so interesting that you found uh, an entirely unexpected connection between your credit card debt and uh, how, how you put it maybe the fear of success is that what you were thinking it was yeah yeah that's a fascinating connection i i don't know as if that's something that would have logically come together in any in any other way yeah <laughs> i agree because they're seemingly very different but there's obviously a commonality there that is very important to you so that's cool and i just had the thought that in german debt is the word guilt so that could be explored a little bit too oh yeah that just makes for more questions right it does it does yes so neat oh sierra that's that's awesome you know what else i really like that i i didn't realize before we went into this exercise is just the stream of questions is vital um you know it is it is good to take time to process but sometimes we get lost in that processing it's good to just keep asking questions as they pop up i like that i i wasn't aware that that was part of the process but i noticed that on my own my own thought journey um do you want me to share what i had yes please okay um it's a real problem with taxes, especially because it's been an ongoing conversation since the first of the year inside my head. And of course, when I opened that um, that door up, all of a sudden my parts got into a big argument, which is always it's like, oh, how many times have we had this argument inside my head? And it was like, guys, here, about let's just bring self in and let self ask some questions. That's okay, because <laughs> we don't get anywhere otherwise. They just go round and round. <laughs> so anyway, um, I asked, you know, I had asked earlier this year, do I even need to pay my taxes? And the answer came back, yes, you need to pay your taxes. Okay, yeah, okay, fine, I'll do it. I haven't done it yet. But my question today was, why? Why pay taxes? What's, what's even the reason for this? And the answer came back absolutely beautifully. The answer is, is that it is, if I choose to view it in a symbolic way as it is part of the unity consciousness, because in a civilized, quote unquote, society, we all share in the collective maintenance of our infrastructure. 
and our taxes are to support our infrastructure. Now, let's just step aside from all the corruption, the greed, and the mishandling of the, those funds. But the true essence of taxes is our personal responsibility to the collective. And we each pay a certain amount to help maintain that. And that in itself is the um, is, is our testifying to the fact that we support our unity consciousness, whatever that may be. I know that we are in a in a situation where we pay taxes to the city, we pay taxes to the state, we pay taxes to the nation. Thank goodness we don't pay taxes to the world, but we are showing that in our ability to contribute. And what is in our future? Well, we will, as a human race, eventually reach the, 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 have the ability to live in a gift economy where our support looks very different from the tax system. So we have something good to look forward to. And having this experience of <clears throat> paying taxes and blah, 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 supporting our thing. Oh, and it kind of ties into tithing too. You know, your, your tithing is a, is a symbolic of that too. I know you mentioned that, you know, on a, I think it was on Friday. And um, it's kind of in that same vein. We will eventually evolve beyond that to a much better equitable uh, system that is free of corruption. But for now, I can look at my taxes as a part of um, my way of showing that I am willing to support the collective. And I found wow. great peace in that. Didn't expect that answer at all, <laughs> but I'm glad I got it. Oh, BTW. And my spike parts are still not happy. <laughs> they still don't want to pay their taxes. <laughs> they're just they're just little kids, Sierra. They don't want to. <laughs> yeah, but they're little kids who are like ascended masters. They're all like, this is a gift economy. Like right. Can we just what? move on now, yeah. please? Can we just just do it? <laughs> yeah. tired of messing around with this nonsense we're involved in right now yeah anyway it was great great exercise thank you it reminds me of this thing that I was looking at that's like when you're at a five go for a six don't go for a ten like incremental change is cool and it's the same thing when habit forming you're like, what's 1% better than what I did last time? And then all of those increments add up to that. But I do have the tendency to see the 100% and just like want to live there. It's like your beautiful spiral that you did. The spiral ascends gradually, incrementally, little by little. And that I think that well illustrates your um, 
your spiral with the little flowers to represent the, the beautiful moments along the path. I like that. Yeah. It also reminds me of there's a few ways to manifest. And one of them is by feeling the feeling I want to feel. And that, and like, I don't need the visuals, basically. I don't need to know what success is, literally, or visually. Some people can do that manifesting-wise, but so I can just feel the feeling and go from a five to a six or do a 1% better. And I think that's a, just a little bit more satisfying way to manifest for me. I do understand that some people are manifest in other ways, so it's cool. Right. But it's, it's, um, it's really puts it within the realm of possible. So it helps with those feelings that sometimes come like, oh, I'm not there yet. Or, oh, our society isn't there yet. Our humanity's not there. So yeah, it helps. It helps with my patience level anyway. Cool. Do you want to do a, another round of this or are you good for today? Well, I kind of have to be good with it because it's getting to be about that time. I got, I got stuff. But why? What's the next round? Can you have me so intrigued? You're doing the more? same thing since I was like, so you could do it anytime. Okay. Just ask well, questions. The reason just, I wanted another round is because your parts were like still fighting basically, but you can get back to them. Just promise them you'll get back to them. Okay, I will. I did. Okay. Yeah, I left off like on a cliffhanger too. I got some more investigating to do myself. Yep. And by investigating, I mean questioning, not making assumptions, not analyzing, just questioning. Just questions. I love it. That's cool. Good I love lesson that. for today. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the things I learned today was that questioning is creative. It is. It very is. It very much is. Cool. And then we'll leave out on that. What was one of the things you learned today? The big thing that I learned today is that just keep questioning. Um, sometimes all that analyzing just gets in the way and it stops the process. That was a really good lesson to learn. Big yes. one. Fabulous. Success. We love us. Love us. Adios. Thanks for joining Thank us you. for this Midday Mindfulness Abundance Series. Love you. Love you.